Life Audio. On this show, I talk about the importance of marching when it would be easier to stay where you are and die. We need to press forward. We need to move beyond the obstacles and the difficulties and the trials of life. But exactly how do we do that? It's a good question. Exactly how do we do that? What are the principles behind marching, even though it would be so much easier in so many areas of our life to stay where we are? What exactly does that mean? What principles can we hang on to? We're going to discuss that in just a few minutes on today's episode of the March or Die Show. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Oh, and welcome to the March or Die show today. Very glad to have you joining me. And if you listened to last week's episode, you know that last week and now this week, I'm doing my best to go back to the basics. Go back to the fundamentals. When we talk about march or die, when we talk about moving forward in the face of difficulty and overwhelming obstacles and trials, and maybe it's stuff in our past that's now piling on top of us, when we talk about moving beyond all of that, what exactly are we talking about, and how do we do that? (laughs) What are the basic principles? Now, every week on this show, I do my best to talk uh, talk about that. Uh, give uh, some tactics, some techniques, some procedures, as we used to say in the Marine Corps, bringing on guests who can help us understand that as well. But there are some basic principles, and they're kind of the five principles that this show is based on. I want to talk about those today. Before we jump into that, however, I would invite you to go over to jeremystalnicker.com. jeremystalnicker.com. You can find Uh, All the information you would ever want to know about me is there, or at least links to the place where you can find that information. My social contacts are there, a link to my YouTube channel, podcasts I'm involved with, my blog is there, there's a place to sign up for the newsletter. All of that is found at jeremystalliker.com, so please go and check that out. A number of years ago, I I wrote a book, uh, four or five years ago now, I guess, uh, called March or Die, and If you're familiar with me at all, you've probably at least heard the name of the book, March or Die. 
And that book was really me taking some time to outline several of the, event, uh, of the events that took place while I was in Iraq with 1st Battalion, 5th Marines in 2003. Uh, and I've told that story so many times. Um, but there's a, a main story in there, uh, an event that took place on April 1st, 2003. And that's where the name March or Die comes from. We were caught in an ambush. We found ourselves in a very, very difficult situation. And really, in spite of all that was happening, all we could do was one of two things. <laughs> we could decide to just stay where we are, uh, where we were, and uh, fight out the fight that we were in with the enemy. We could decide to do that. We would have lost. We would have died. It was overwhelming. The better decision, and the one we made ultimately, was to march, to move to a better place, to get out of the kill zone, to get to a place where we could better deal with the enemy. So we talk about all of that. I've told that story many times, wrote the book, um, a number of things around that. You can find that book on Amazon if you'd like to uh, go and get that, March or Die. But in telling that story, there are some principles, five principles that I pull out and that I share often. And for me, these are the five foundational or fundamental principles that allow us to move forward. Some things we have to know, some things we have to understand. I review these as often as I can. I come back to these again and again because it's easy to drift away from foundationally or fundamentally what is important. The second episode of this podcast, and you can go back to the beginning, whatever platform you're listening from, if you're watching on YouTube, you can go all the way back to the beginning. Second episode, I, I have an episode entitled The Five March or Die Principles. And it's essentially what I'm about to tell you, but with the story, I'm not going to go through the whole story again. I would encourage you to go check that out. I tell the story of that day on the bridge and all that happened and where this came from. But I want to review today these principles because as I have guests on and as I talk about the things that I do, and again, it's all focused on helping people move forward, it is easy to get away from the fundamental principles that guide this entire discussion. And there are some things that have really helped me. And over the years, I've been able to use them to help others to move forward in their lives. And so uh, without the story surrounding these principles, I want to pull, this, to pull the principles and give them to you again today. And maybe this is the first time you've heard them. Maybe uh, this is a starting point for you. I would encourage you to go back to last week's episode. We talked about uh, the elements that need to be in a life in order to move forward. These things are connected. You can go back to the beginning of the show and find those first couple of episodes that talk about uh, all, all of these these issues. I even get into personal responsibility, I think, in episode three. So you can go and check those out. But I want to give you the five principles. And man, if I say a lot of other things over the course of having a podcast like this one, episode after episode after episode, I hope they're helpful. But these five things, these five principles are the ones that have been such a help to me and really are the reason that I have this podcast, that I wrote the book, that I give the talks that I do. So I want to give these to you today. If you want to move forward in spite of the difficulties, the trials, and the traumas of life, if you want to overcome whatever it is that's standing in the way, and again, last week I talked about what an enemy is and what that looks like. Listen to that. But if you want to move forward, there's some things you need to do. Here's the first one. Understand that the biggest fights in life happen when you least expect them. Know that the biggest fights in life happen when you least expect them. This is a very important 
principle if you are going to move forward in your life. I say all the time, there are some people who are so overwhelmed by a one-time event, so overwhelmed by a one-time event, by a trauma, a trial, or a difficulty that comes into their life, so overwhelmed. It was unexpected. They did not see it coming. They become overwhelmed. And because of that, they then become the lifelong victims of that one-time event. Have you ever known anyone like that? The lifelong victim of a one-time event? At some point in their life, something interjected itself. It came from seemingly out of nowhere. It was unexpected. And because it was unexpected, it knocked that person down and it knocked them down hard. And it seems as though they've never really recovered. Now, I'm a firm believer that we don't get over trauma. Uh, We don't simply get past a hurt that's happened in our lives. And I'm not suggesting that's what happens now. I will say, however, that the biggest fights are the ones we didn't see coming. It's often the thing we didn't plan for or think about that knocks us down the hardest. Why? Because we didn't see it coming. As they used to say uh, when I was a kid, it's not the bus you see coming that runs you over. It's the one you didn't see coming. Be careful when you cross the street. Look both ways. Get out of the way when you see something coming your direction. But if you don't see it, man, it can hurt and it can knock you down. The lesson in that, however, is that difficulties will come. Don't be surprised when they do. Last week, I talked about uh, the element of preparation. We need to be prepared in our lives and preparing when things are going well, because there will be moments when they're not going so well. So we prepare. Why? Because the biggest fights in life come when we least expect them. We become so overwhelmed and so hurt that we may not recover. One of the interesting aspects of this, however, is the next principle. So the first principle is knowing that the biggest fights in life will come when you least expect them. The second principle is this. We may not get to choose the fight, but we always get to choose how we will fight. This is a linchpin principle. We are not, contrary to what many people think, the sum total of what has happened to us. We are not to be identified with a set of circumstances that are outside of our control. We may find ourselves in a fight that we didn't expect. The biggest battles in life come when we least expect them. That may happen. An enemy shows up that we didn't expect. A difficulty, a relationship issue or struggle, a financial issue or struggle. Something comes into our life that was out of our control, that we couldn't, uh, that we didn't expect, that we didn't see coming. That may not be in our control. But the second principle is this. You may not get to pick the fight, but you always get to decide how you will fight. People and circumstances and situations and traumas do not get to choose what you do next. They may set the stage. They may uh, establish the battlefield, if you will. They may put you into a position where you have to make a certain set of decisions, but the one thing that can never be taken from you is your ability to decide. 
regardless of how you may feel at this moment, regardless of what others may tell you right now, you get to decide what happens next. That is so powerful. Maybe I didn't pick this fight, but I get to decide how I'm going to fight. And maybe I didn't choose these circumstances. Maybe I didn't decide for this thing to come into my life, for that person to come into my life or walk out of my life. Uh, maybe I didn't expect my circumstance financially to, ch- to shift, to change as much as it has. Whatever the case, I may not have chosen that, nor do I get to control it, but I get to decide what I do now. We're not victims of what is happening. We, rather, need to look at what is happening, even if it may have been unexpected. And now, based on that, Based on that environment, make a decision. What will we do next? I love this. There are so many times in my life where I feel powerless because of my circumstance. I always get to decide what I do next. I've told the story so often. I'll tell it again here. Uh, Victor Frankl wrote the book, Man's Search for Meaning. Victor was a... Um, is, was, he since passed away, a Holocaust survivor. He was a psychiatrist, young psychiatrist, um, Jewish during World War II. He was interred in a concentration camp, his wife and unborn child in another concentration camp. They were killed. He was in the concentration camp for a number of years, survived. On the other side of that, he wrote this book, Man's Search for Meaning. Uh, great book. He explored so many different things. But he asks the question in this book, as he's talking about how to cope with trauma and how to cope with difficulty, he asks the question, what is it that was different in the concentration camp about those who went through their day-to-day lives in a difficult situation, but they made it, they, they seemed to push through it? What was different between those and others who, in the exact same set of circumstances, absolutely fell apart, and many didn't make it physically, they died because of their circumstance? Two people, same situation, same circumstance, very different response. What what was different? He said, I observed, I noticed, (laughs) living and working in a concentration camp, that the last of the great human freedoms is the freedom or the power to decide. He said, between uh, trauma and response, there is space And in that space, we have the ability, the power to decide. It's the decision. The trauma happens. Maybe we can't control that. There will be an outcome. But in that space, we get to decide what that outcome looks like. You may not get to choose the fight, but you always get to decide how you will fight. Uh, Principle number one, know that the biggest fights in life happen when you least expect them. Number Number two, you get to choose how you will fight. Number three, this is great. Change is inevitable. Don't be surprised when it happens. Change is inevitable. Don't be surprised when it happens. So here's a scenario. The unexpected battle comes into your life. It presents itself. That enemy is there. The situation's changed. Whatever. Things are out of control. You didn't choose this. But now you get to decide how you will fight. You put a plan in place. You decide, I will fight honorably. I will do well. I'm going to give it my all. I'm going to overcome this. I didn't choose it, but I'm going to fight through it. I'm going to march. You make the right decision. Unfortunately, (laughs) in every battle, the enemy is out there, and the enemy gets a say in how this thing unfolds. So even though in that unexpected circumstance you choose to do the right thing, 
the situation is still unfolding. Before the battle, you make the best decision you can with the information that you have. But in the battle, you make decisions based on how that battle is unfolding. One of the lessons I've learned in my life is I've observed the lives of very successful people is that successful people are not those for whom nothing bad has ever happened. We have this idea that when someone is successful in business or they're successful in their marriage or as parents or whatever area we're looking at, that when people are successful, it's because they've never really struggled or because they did struggle, then they made a good decision, got their lives back on track or on track, and they've continued forward. It's as though there's one inflection point in life and nothing's happened since then. It's been an upward trajectory. They have found success. Here's a statement that I like to use when I'm talking about change. Success in any area of life is directly connected to how well we handle unexpected change. Success in any area of life is directly connected to how well we handle unexpected change. Perhaps that situation popped up, you decided to do the right thing, and you have. But the enemy's still there. There's more to be done. It's amazing how many people, when the circumstances around them change, are unable to adjust, and so (laughs) they get rolled over by something that is out of their control. We should never change who we are. But we often, in the midst of a fight, need to change what we do. We get into a fight with a certain idea, a strategy, an understanding of what needs to happen. And as things change, our ability to be flexible, to change with them, to keep our eye on the goal of moving forward while looking for the gaps that we can move through, it, that, that becomes absolutely essential to our success. The ability to adjust, the ability to change. Change is absolutely inevitable. Don't be surprised when it happens. The next one is this, and this principle I explain in the story. Again, go back to our second episode of our podcast. We need to choose to march or die. Choose to march or die. Now, I want to explain both of those words and then explain the word choose. (laughs) This is a principle. Remember, our our second principle was that we get to choose. Well, this principle goes back to choosing. When I talk about death, I say march or die. When I talk about die, I I am not talking about the physical kind of death. Although, in, in the world of veterans and military members that I work in with the Mighty Oaks Foundation, uh, so many men and women decide to take their lives. Often it is that overwhelming battle they didn't see coming or one they fought for a long time, and they decide they can't do it anymore, so they take their life. That happens. As bad as that is, and it is, that's not what I'm talking about. 
in this context, when I talk about dying, what I'm talking about is the person who looks at the battle, the obstacle, the trauma, the trial, the difficulty in front of them, and decides that it's going to be too hard to deal with that. Pushing through that is too hard. Overcoming that is too difficult. And so they kick their life into neutral. They stay where they are. And instead of advancing, they basically, if you could see what's going on inside of them, they raise the white flag and give up. Death is not always of the physical kind. In fact, often death to the outsider looks nothing like death at all. It's possible to be dead emotionally and spiritually and relationally, dead on the inside. You know it because you know you're not making progress. You know you're not advancing. You know you're not moving into that life that God created you to live. It is possible to be dead on the inside, but on the outside to be breathing, walking around, doing what everyone thinks you're supposed to do, and look like, project, that you've got it all together. But because you have decided to stop moving forward, you've decided to die. Now, please understand, that's a decision that you make. The other word, so there's die. The other word, this is the better word, is march. What is march? I I, I love the idea of marching. (laughs) I didn't enjoy marching, but I like the idea of marching. Uh, Marching is interesting. Uh, It's not about... Uh, necessarily always even knowing where you're going to end up. It's just understanding I'm going that direction and I'm going to get there by putting one foot in, in front of the other. I'm going that direction and I'm going to get there by putting one foot in front of the other. I can make progress as I decide again and again and again and again to take the next step. I love this analogy because I don't have to have it all figured out. Again, I don't have to understand exactly how many steps are needed or where exactly I'm going to end up, but I want to make progress. The principle is this, choose to march or die. When the overwhelming circumstances of life drop on my head, when it seems like the enemy is shooting directly at me, the bombs are exploding at my feet, in that moment... I have to choose. I have to make a decision. Will I stay where I am and die? Or will I choose to put one foot in front of the other and march? The reason I call this a principle (laughs) is because it's universally true. When you find yourself in any circumstance of life, you have a decision to make. Not one of a thousand decisions. So often we're overwhelmed by the thousands of things we could do or we think we could do, the nuance and all of it. We don't have to make one of those thousand decisions. We simply need to make one of two decisions. Am I going to stay? Am I going to give up? Am I going to quit? Or will I march? The better decision is always to put one foot in front of the other and march. Here's the last principle. Understand that success does not come to the perfect, but to the persistent. This is helpful to me. 
I struggle sometimes in my life with guilt, I guess is the word, <laughs> regret, that I'm not as good as I should be, that if I was just better, if I was more perfect, if I was more of what I should be, then I could experience a greater level of success. Success can be a, a moving target. It can be something that's impossible to define, and I think so often we define it uh, incorrectly. I've done episodes on success. But the principle here is this, that success does not come to the perfect. It's not perfect people that are successful in life. It's persistent people that are, per, uh, that are, that are successful in life. You are not going to mess up your ability to find success in a relationship, in your finances, in your work life, in life, by failing to be perfect. You will never get to a place of success, however, in any of those areas if you quit. And when I talk about march or die, it's understanding that you may not be there yet, but success is found in the day after day, the moment by moment, deciding that you will continue to move forward. Success is not about being perfect. It is about being persistent. These five principles. This is the march or die conversation. And again, great story. Go back to uh, episode two, listen to that, listen to the episodes around that in the beginning. I, I spent a lot of time on these things. But we need to have these principles in mind and hang on to them so that we know what we're doing and what we're talking about when the unexpected comes into our life. It may be unexpected, but it shouldn't surprise us, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Don't be surprised when something you didn't plan for shows up at your doorstep. Principle number one, know that the biggest fights in life happen when you least expect them. Maybe I didn't choose it, but principle number two is that even though I may not have chosen the fight, I get to decide how I'm going to fight. I get to decide that. No one takes that away from me. I number, number three, understand that change is inevitable, so I should not be surprised when it happens. I get to choose in the worst moments whether I will march or die. And finally, I realize that success does not come to the perfect, but to the persistent. At the end of the day, you need people in your life to help you. You need good training and instruction. There's so many principles. That's what I talk about every week. But at the end of the day, you are the only one who can decide whether or not you're going to get up and keep moving forward. What are you going to do? You stay where you are and die. You can decide to do that if you'd like to. Will you do that? Or <laughs> will you do the better thing and march? Put one foot in front of the other and keep moving forward. These are the five march or die principles. I hope those are help to you. Thank you again for listening, and if you're watching on YouTube, thank you for watching. Take some time, go over to Life Audio, lifeaudio.com. Would love to connect with you there and to continue to have the opportunity to uh, uh, 
not only connect with you there on this podcast, but there are so many other great podcasts that you can find there. And uh, you'll be happy you, you went there. I don't, <laughs> I don't have too many places I can send people to and know they'll be happy once they got there. Uh, but you'll be happy once you got there. Great episodes of so many wonderful podcasts on Life Audio, lifeaudio.com. Please go and check those out. Really appreciate it. Thank you for watching and or listening. I will talk to you next time. Many of our veterans feel they need to fight their battles alone. This self-isolation has led to the staggering statistic of more than 20 veterans taking their lives every day. The mission of Mighty Oaks is to eradicate the veteran suicide epidemic and help our warriors change their legacies. We've been able to help over 4,000 veterans and first responders by equipping them with the tools they need to live the lives they were created to live. Our faith-based, peer-to-peer approach has one of the highest success rates of any program available today, offering hope and understanding to those who need it most. By aligning their lives to biblical principles, these men and women are able to lead their families, their communities, and our nation. It's your generosity that can make a difference in the lives of the men and women who have fought for our country and our freedoms. Now that they're home, don't let them fight alone. Learn more at MightyOaksPrograms.org. Hey, Ted, what do you want to do today? Well, Ashley, I've always got uh, work to do, naps to take, but I have a better idea. How about we invite everyone to listen to the Team Us podcast? I love that idea. Let's do it right now. Hi, everyone. We're Ted and Ashley Slater, and we'd love for you to join us as we talk about teamwork in marriage. We share how grace, commitment, and cooperation can help couples live the everyday moments of marriage together. To listen, go to lifeaudio.com and search for Team Us.